0: In this town, there is no offseason. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, the latest on what's going on with your Cleveland Browns. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, uh, and we're always happy to have you on board. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We're very excited about it, and we're really excited about actually talking about football news. Um, Daryl, you know, there were some notes, David Bell back, uh, Anthony Walker, those guys activated over the weekend. Uh, Denzel Ward uh, injured, not uh, uh, dealing with a foot injury. Michael Woods, So little things here and there. But um, give me your your stars of camp so far, guys that are making you smile.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the good news is the, the wide receiver group is uh, somewhat healthy. I mean, uh, Amari Cooper got dinged up early uh, last week and only missed one practice, uh, getting David Bell on the field. Uh, working in team drills now. Uh, great, great sign. Anthony Schwartz is back as well. So they're as close to full strength as you're going to get. Anthony Walker's off the pup list. But, you know, look, some of my early camp stars, they're young kids. Like, I've seen Jerome Ford flash. I- I'm not going to talk about Chubb and those because we know what those guys bring to the table. And they're just naturally always stars. But Jerome Ford's flashed a little bit. Uh, Emerson. Uh, the young corner that they drafted, he he's uh, shown up a, a couple of times. Um, Cade York is as good, if not better, than advertised. Really love what I'm seeing from him. 22 of 24 during training camp. Uh, the Fun thing they did to end Sunday's practice. They put him under pressure. 45-yard kick. You make it. Everybody gets the night off. No team meetings. You miss it. And we're all gonna be uh talking to each other all night long. And uh, he he made it with ease. Um the two minute drills they had him come out to to kick the quote tying field goals or whatever, made those under pressure. So really like what I've seen from Cade York. Certainly good as advertised. Um you know uh there's 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 so many guys here that uh I, I want to mention that like I'm afraid to leave somebody out and and right. not give them uh their love. Uh, In the secondary, A.J. Green has just been absolutely spectacular. Just every day, this guy seems to make a play. Um, And he's been a lot of fun to watch. I don't know if he's going to work himself, Andy, like into a starting role. I think that's highly unlikely considering the depth. But, man, he's showing that he has grown tremendously and is going to be able to contribute when his number uh, is called. So. Um, a lot of positivity, you know. A lot, you know, aside from the the black cloud hovering over everything, there's a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, at 76 Lou Groza Boulevard in this training camp, I get you know, I I kind of scoffed on Sunday when, you know, Kevin Stefanski said that everything's normal, and I was like, uh,
0: excuse me. Um, well, for Cleveland standards, it is. It's normal for us. I mean, drama <laughs> is normal.
1: By Brown standards, I guess it is. Kevin's been here three years. Like maybe I shouldn't be scoffing at the head coach. Uh, he was real nice to me when I scoffed at him, too, because I'm like, hey, really? I mean, you got a quarterback. You don't even know you can if you can play him. Your second string running back wants to hold out at team drills. You're trying to tell me this is normal? Uh, God love Kevin. Daryl, t- Daryl, Daryl
0: tell everybody how the fans have been at camp.
1: Uh, well, th- uh, they've all been falling over themselves to get pictures and autographs from Deshaun Watson, uh, old and young fans alike. A um, lot of Watson jerseys. Oh, yeah. There have been plenty of Watson jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I will say that, uh, and I think the weather has had a little bit to do with it because it has been um, a little Hot. toasty warm out there. Yes. And I'm not complaining. I love what I do for a living. I'm blessed to do what I do with the, for a living. I keep watering Gatorade, Gatorade on me at all times to so that I stay hydrated. But it is warm out there. So. Yeah, we don't want
0: to see you on the IR, Daryl. I mean, but. if I see your name on there, next thing you know, you're on the pup list. <laughs> next thing you know, you're a puppy. They put you away, and you're out there with the 42 other puppies yeah. that they've given away out of camp. By the way, that's a tip of the cap to the bronze on that, too. That puppy yeah. adoption thing is really cool.
1: I know. they. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's
0: funny, but it's really cool. They are up to, I have
1: the number right in front of me. Hang on. They are up I think to I that. Just said eight, it. eight puppies uh adopted Sunday. Six hundred and sixty-seven of them. Total? Since, hang on. Since wow. the program launched in 2015. 667 puppies, but 42, as you mentioned, uh, for uh this year's training camp. But yeah. 672.
0: It, is that what you said? 672? Uh, yeah. Six seventy two? yeah. Six no six six seven. Six six seven. So how many times
1: is how many times has Daryl Ryder come close to coming home with a puppy? Oh, I don't know how many times. At least a dozen.
0: Really? It's been so, real hard. Hang on. Daryl, if I do the math on that, for every six hundred and seventy seven puppies that are adopted at training camp, you get one win in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I thought you were trying to do their Too soon. So no, what's their win total since 2015? I, I couldn't do it? that so, math nothing. quick enough.
0: I was just starting to say, well, line,
1: while you so. talk for a minute, why don't I do that math? No,
0: don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Hey, I also, I want to tip my cap to them about another thing too, because I know Akron Bookdale getting a field this year too, but um, uh, J.W. Johnson, um, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, um, who else? Uh, Greg Newsom. They gave Glenville and John Hay brand new uniforms, brand new Nike uniforms. So, Tip of the cap to them. I I think that's awesome when they give back to the city. I don't think the people, like, they they put the new field out in Lorraine, and I see all these other things that are going on in the community, and I know, like, we get bogged down and talking about Deshaun Watson and we talk about all that stuff, but, you know, the opportunity when the Browns have it, and I'll I'll be honest, the Guardians do the same thing, and I know the Cavs, you know, do their part too, but when they go back and they give back to the city, like, that's the bond that you get that makes you – Go to games when they're 0 16. That remind you that when you were 14 years old, you met—I don't know—you well, you met somebody, or you met um, Clay Matthews, or you met these all these players that you you know idolized when you were a kid. Those moments are there. I think they're a lot different than when I was a kid. So when I see these moments and these opportunities for the kids at John Hay or the kids at Glenville to share a moment with guys who are in the NFL, it it, it is a memory that lasts for a lifetime. Charles White came to my high school and spoke, and I never forgot it ever forgot it.
1: Would you uh, would you like to know?
0: I knew you were going to do this. Go ahead. Would yes. You like to know? You I'm, did the math.
1: I'm, I'm doing the math right now. <laughs> how many you tell me how many puppies have to get adopted per Brown's win.
0: Per win? Per win. Based based on 677, I think they got to get uh 37.
1: Uh it's just over 18. 18 puppies Eight. per victory. 18 and a half puppies per victory. Okay. They've won 36 regular season games since 2015. God, wrong, man. that is so depressing to say.
0: Uh let me let me get one more last topic with you. What do you think the field is gonna look like? They gave the fans four options to look at the field. Two of them had I don't know if we talked about this before. We um, not. Okay. So two of the options have brownie the elf. One is brownie the elf running, one is the traditional brownie the elf. Uh, like he's about to hike the ball. The other two are helmet versions. But I do think it's cool that all of the versions have the AFC logo in one of the corners, and they also have one of the versions of Brownie the Elf on the field. So, Brownie the Elf is going to make it on the field this year, which I think is awesome.
1: Correct. Now, if the helmet ends up at the 50, I'm going to fight people.
0: It's just too boring, isn't it? Thank you. It's too boring.
1: Um, I here's my perfect Browns field of all time. See, their their current script is boring and, and blah. My perfect Browns field of all time is the original Brownie, which is the running Brownie from 1946. Yep. At the 50-yard line. It is the script Browns. Ooh. With the tail, you know the tail. The yeah. road, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The old Cleveland Stadium, Browns exactly in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. With the AFC logo, and then you put the Browns helmet there, in uh in the in the the other opposite side there. That to me is the perfect Cleveland Browns field. The good news is,
0: uh, I Wait, but, but, hang, you- hang on, hang on, no, 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 I'm gonna add one more thing that would make for okay. the perfect Cleveland Browns field. They need to take, and I understand why they did it when they did it. I didn't think it was horrible, but they need to take that uh, cover for the padding that says dog pond out of there. I, I oh, just, look, and the, 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 the fake, fake, fake wood. wood. Yeah. It's got to go. Got to go. Okay. Well, now
1: I wish they could put a chain link fence there, but they're just not allowed to do that. So when they build the new stadium, when they build yes. the new stadium, my new request dome. is yeah, the retractable. The dome. dome. Uh, that there'll be a chain link fence there. I'm sure they will be required to put padding around the, uh, the actual poles and that. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Chicken wire, like the blues brothers.
1: Oh, that and then everyone bad. can sing
0: rawhide in the dog. Oh,
1: that, that, well, I don't know about that,
0: but. Rawhide.
1: Got it. Got, got to have, got to have yep, a, yep. a chain link fence yep. in the new stadium. But the good news is I have it on pretty good authority brownie the elf doing extremely well in balloting right now so keep it up browns fans which
0: one though which one they wouldn't tell me but Ah.
1: both brownie the elves the uh the original brownie running brownie and then the one that everyone's really familiar with with where he's just standing holding the football the brownie the elves are doing extremely well in fan voting so keep it up browns fans need brownie at the 50 i'm I love the fact that some of the practice jerseys we see the guys wear, like when they come up for their media availability, they got their just you know plain shirts type jerseys with their numbers. And on the sleeve is Brownie the Elf. Really? Love it. Love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. And the here's why I like running Brownie over traditional brownie. Because I get it. I understand that. You know, a lot of there is a segment of fans that just have a real difficult time accepting Brownie, and they're like, "Oh, our our team mascot is a, an elf." No, but- let me
0: tell you who doesn't who doesn't appreciate it. People that don't know, like I'm telling you, when I I, I had season tickets, not in the Eight opposite one
1: and- with Brownie the elf as the I know, but you,
0: you understand how time changes things, and they're like, "I don't know what that is," and so what happens is is like I again we I uh, split season tickets with my college roommate and we were in the north stand or the west stands and I, I you know i picked up one of the brownie the the original brownie the health uh, hats and i was wearing it and i was like oh this is awesome i love that i love that logo i love that logo sat down and had a guy call me an idiot what are you wearing that's not the browns what do you i go he was like what team is that and i'm like it's the browns bro and he was like what do you mean and i was like it's the Browns logo. I don't know. They used to win championships around here, and this guy's been around a lot longer than anybody else. And how about appreciate a little bit of the history and don't come in here and think you're the ultimate Browns fan when you don't know who Brownie the Elf is. This, yep. was, this was like 2003, 2003.
1: And there was, there was a Brownie the Elf logo where he had a crown on. Cham- for champion, yes. for winning champion, yes. he, had, this, he, he uh, had the crown on. So, but the reason why I like the original brownie, the action brownie, mm-hmm. because that's it. it's a, that really says football to me. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I, I got it. He's so, moving, right? So that's the why I really like. I prefer that one over brownie, but I just I I think that um. The team needs to get away from the blah helmet thing. Uh, It's one of my biggest criticisms. Uh, I am all for keeping the orange helmet and the Oreo stripe and and the tradition there. But let's let's have something out, out there that represents the Cleveland Browns more than just a blob of orange on national
0: TV. I'm with you, bro. All right. If you want to chime in on this conversation, especially hit us up on game day CLE. On Instagram and on Twitter. Daryl, final thought. Going to be uh, somewhat of a light week as far as
1: availability. Uh, Just to practice on Tuesday. Uh, It is a travel week. And um, stay tuned. We could be doing another emergency podcast
0: this week. This is the emergency podcast system. This is not a test.
1: Will we be doing an emergency podcast for the third straight week? Yes or no, Andy Baskin?
0: Yes, we will. Okay. I'm, I'm banking on it by the end of the week. Um, I wonder if it'll happen on Friday though. That would be weird right before the first preseason game of the year. Ooh, Friday
1: news dump Friday afternoon news dump
0: and a game. Hey, you know what? Wouldn't be such a bad idea. Well, probably be more interesting than the game. (laughs) I agree with you, but you know, what'll be really interesting. The pregame show I'll be on the network this year. So I'm looking forward to it. Congratulations. Not as much as I'm looking forward to doing our podcast together, though, Daryl. I'll tell you, I, I love this, and I love when we start getting crazy and start talking about fields and stuff like that. Daryl, thank you. As always, we'll listen to you at 92.3 The Fan. We're reading everything you write uh, 92.3 The Fan, and we'll hear you on the air as well. So, Daryl, uh, thank you very much for our amazing producer, Meredith Kane, who goes to um, massive extremes to make sure that you're able to listen to what you're listening to in the podcast, we say thank you again this week, and she'll be back for the next show as well. So that'll do it. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always Game Day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe, give us some stars. And if you want to be a part of the show, at Game Day CLE, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Have a good one. It's always Game Day in Cleveland.